Welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Weaver. And I'm Specialist Anna Grace Cato. And today we have a very interesting conversation, but also a very new thing that we haven't experienced yet. So this summer is the first summer that we've received an intern. Um, so I'm going to let him introduce himself and he's going to help us conduct this podcast. So if you want to go ahead and Hi, my name is Jay Riddle. I'm an intern from Lawrence Academy in Lawrence, South Carolina, and I've been given the opportunity to be here today with the South Carolina National Guard. Awesome. Well, hopefully so far you've enjoyed your time here. I know it's been very short, but we're excited to have you. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and let the guest introduce himself, and then we're just going to kind of go right into the topic of today. Good morning. My name is Craig Perry. I'm not an intern, (laughs) hence the gray hair, Um, but I am a retired uh, Army officer. I served 26 years, with my first year being in the Alabama, first years, excuse me, being in the Alabama National Guard and later transferred to active duty, and I retired in November 2021. But now, more importantly, I run a program called Create Opportunity as its executive director. Awesome. How did you go from Alabama to South Carolina? How did you end up here? Yeah, so it's a very long, long Okay, it's the short version. The short version. <laughs> yeah, so I attended college at the University of South Alabama, and while I was there, I enlisted in the National Guard, and then through that, uh, I was offered an opportunity to be in the simultaneous membership program, join ROTC, get an ROTC scholarship, which paid for my university experience, and then came on active duty, and through that career, Retired after serving as an armor officer and then later as a foreign area officer in the former Soviet world. Very much something that's in the news these days. But um, <laughs> my last assignment was in Montenegro and I retired out of Montenegro. And we moved here on the invitation of a close friend who lives here. It's like, you'll love Columbia, South Carolina. And we do. We've loved it here. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, we are excited to have you here today and hopefully you enjoy your time and all that. But I'm going to let Kato start because she seemed very intrigued with what we're talking about and she has some questions for you. So Kato, I'm going to let you take it away. Let's just start off talking about what exactly it is you do in the program um, that you guys offer, I guess. Yeah, great. I mean, I, I love this program because one of the things I knew when I left military service was is that I was going to need to do something that gave back to the community. It's just, it's something I'm passionate about. And then I had an opportunity to come along this program called Create Opportunity. And what Create Opportunity seeks to do is to provide individuals on a non-traditional academic or professional path an opportunity to enter into software development training and job placement. And so I guess in in summary, what we do is we provide people uh, a 90-minute screening to kind of see if they have critical problem-solving skills they don't have to have any background in tech. They don't have to have ever served in a tech role or studied tech in school or anything like that. Um, and then we move them into a formal training process where we teach them to be what's known as a full stack software development. So everything from websites to phone apps to uh, computer applications, uh, databases and such. And then when they finish that training, we place them into a two-year apprenticeship with a local employer averaging about $45,000 a year. Um, when you, whenever you say non-traditional student, can you kind of uh, elaborate on that just a little bit? Right. So there's there's lots of ways to get into the software development world. So interestingly, in the software development world, you can go online today and teach yourself how to create a website or a phone app and call yourself a software developer. There's no like one standard way to become a software developer. So if you attended USC or Clemson and got a computer science degree or information technology degree, that is the traditional path, right? So you're going to go off to the four-year degree 
are also through our uh, South Carolina Technical College system. You have great opportunities to study at two-year institutions and get a continuing education certificate in computer science or software development or a two-year degree in this field. So those are, those are the more traditional paths. And what we want to do is open up a third path because there's a critical shortage of, of people who do software and web development, in our, particularly in our region and in our city. And so we wanted to create a third path, an alternative path that allows folks to get into this field who may not be on the four-year college or two-year college path to this career. And so is this something that, um, I guess, people in the Guard, like in the South Carolina Guard, they can use their uh, education benefits for, or how does that part work? Yeah, that's a really good question because, honestly, we pay for the educational part. So if you make it through our screening portion and then move into our interview and our enrollment process, those who make it to the training portion, that's fully funded. And so that's scholarship. They get a full scholarship. They don't have to use their GI benefits for the scholarship. However, we do have uh, folks who are eligible through you know, whatever means, and they want to use maybe their benefits for paying rent are paying some uh, other fees that they're eligible to do while they're in the program. And so like any other college or institution, because all the training we do is at Midlands Tech, they go through the VA office, they apply for their benefits, and then it's allocated and awarded that way. Okay. You talked about that you had you do not have to have any previous tech experience right. to be able to join. Yeah. Do you need a level, what level of education do you need to be able to enter um, your, your program? Yeah, we do ask that people have their GED are equivalent. So high school graduate, GED, uh, there are other work certificate programs out there that I know students get in South Carolina. Any of those make somebody eligible. Okay. Uh, there's no age requirement. Uh, they, I'm sorry, let me restate. There's no upper end age requirement. We do need folks to be 18 to uh, qualify for the scholarship. Okay. Is there a limit to the classes of the amount of people who can be in there? And then also too, is there a specific amount of scholarships or does is that equivalent to the amount of people who are in the course yeah that latter one so when when we go through when someone goes through the whole process screening interview enrollment in that enrollment process is we do have them uh, align and register with sc works so they do go through the job placement and job training program here in south carolina Um, and that is one of many ways that we identify what an individual's needs are but regardless of their need we are able to identify a means to pay for the program and so um, what we do is, is those who make it into the program, who are selected for the program, they are all given a scholarship. Okay. But, so, but we cap out at about 20, okay. we, really 20 to 25 students is the ideal class size. Mm-hmm. And so, right. So right now we're in the final stages of preparing for our next cohort, which actually starts on September 18th. But screening, uh, it will end in this window here in the next week or two, we'll end screening because we're starting to get near the threshold for the amount of people in the class. Okay. That was going to be my next question is, is it like how many classes do you have a year and are there, do you have them simultaneously or is it like you have one class that goes however many months and then you, it's a break and then you go through the screening and then there's another class. Like, how does that work? Yeah. So we run one class uh, uh, at a time and it starts, it's a, it's 26 weeks. So as we were saying, we were talking earlier and we were kind of saying it's 40, it's 40 hours a day. No, no, no. <laughs> it's eight hours a day, five days a week. So it's a 40 hour week. And so someone has to commit to be able to avail- be available to be in class or online. Uh, and the instructor dictates if it's in class or online that day for 26 weeks for 40 hours a week. And so we do those one at a time and then we have a small break and then we start a second one. So on average, we're running these about twice a year right now. And right now we have 32 people now working out in the career field who have completed the program and are in some level of the apprenticeship moving towards completing the 
apprenticeship. Okay. What what are the requirements for <clears throat> people going through the, the program to complete it? And also, too, are they getting a diploma? Are they getting a certificate? Like, what are they, what's the benefit at the end that they're yeah. getting? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. So uh, what a general class looks like. So the program itself, the 26 weeks is broken into individual modules. And so this is a little techie. When I'm going to explain it, so uh, so I'm uh, going to get lost. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you'll do fine. I'm really good at explaining okay. this. I'm really good. So when we look at software development, there's really three types of software development. You have front end, right? So that's the stuff you and I see. So if if anyone's watching this on YouTube or on their cell phone, there is front end technology that goes into presenting to the user the things that they experience. So the sounds that where they touch these kind of things. So those are specific coding languages. So the first thing we teach folks is basic coding our front-end development for websites and these kind of things. And so a lot of our high school and tech uh, programs in high schools here teach what is known as uh, entry-level or introduction to web, web design. So the languages we use for that is HTML, CSS, JavaScript. Then we move folks into what's known as the back-end. So the second type of software development is all those things that we don't interact with, databases and web servers and all the, all the real magic behind the curtain that makes all these things work. And then we bring them back into the front end using a framework to go what's known as full stack development. How do you make the things on the back end and how do you make the things on the front end come together? So one of the reasons we want to teach full stack development is those are the most valuable people to employers and that is the, that is the best um, employee that tech firms want because if you're working on the back end or the front end, you know how to solve problems with both and you're way more valuable to your team and way more knowledgeable. Okay. And so, but the answer to your question, <laughs> to get specific yeah. to your question, so every module, there's seven modules, mm -hmm. has a final, and students have to pass the final to progress. So we allow a lot of learning space in, in, in the module. So all the homework and the class assignments, people score on various scales, like are you, are you understanding it, not understanding it, but really the key is by the end of the module, can you pass the final? And we find that most students can. Okay. So then once they completed the seven different units, then what do they get? Yep. So at the end of that, they get a uh, certificate, a continuing education certificate. If um, I believe it's different from university to university, but right now Midlands Tech awards nine uh, credit hours for the program that can be used towards completing your two-year degree. I was going to ask you, it, when you when you have a student come in, um, whether they're whatever their level of experience is, what do you want to see from the beginning to the end? What do you want to see when they yeah. graduate? What do you, uh, what progress do you want to see them make? Yeah, that's really, really important to me. And so um, there's two parts, right? And so we love these terms, hard skills and soft skills, which, which are kind of vanilla to me. Um, on the hard skill sides, on the tech side, we want, we want to go to employers and say, I'm giving you the best minimal person that I can give you in 26 weeks. And, and, and it's a wildly intensive program. Our students who graduate are very good at what they do, and they have learned approximately two years worth of information in about six months. So we're showing someone who has a higher level of, of intellect and problem solving on the hard skill side. But what's wildly important to our employers when we talk to them is they're like, tell me about the person. Right. Most employers don't just care about your ability to do software development. Right? Uh, can they get along with others? Can they communicate well? Can they time manage? Can they lead themselves? Can they solve problems on their own? All these things are, are important to an employer. And so we try to approach both from a very human, you know, centered uh, training 
model where we have lots of human to human contact, right? Okay. So you can go online and you can become a software developer all on your own, but that doesn't necessarily make you on the human side of things able to work with others. And so we do a lot of emphasis on your soft skills, like, hey, let's let's talk about the way you approached your students when you had a disagreement about this. And so they get a lot of mentorship from my team. They get a, a good bit of mentorship from also uh, Midlands Tech. When we place our students into apprenticeships with local employers, the employers not only give them the traditional supervisory uh, oversight, they also assign them what we call a, a, a near-peer coach or mentor, someone who's there to, like, continue seeing them develop as a, as a whole person. Okay. Okay. So is there a difference, I guess, in the weight of having a two- to four-year degree in this and then going through the program that you all offer? Yeah. So we like to say, we like this term alternative path, right? And so we talked about traditional four-year path, traditional two-year path, and then our path. We want to support those other paths. So as most of us know, as, as, as we mature in life, right, my interests when I was 18 are not my interests when I was 25, so what we want to do is, is give them those, those skills to kind of look at themselves and go, what do I want to progress in next? So if someone goes through our program, one of the immediate benefits is, is a, a high-income job. So we're talking at 45 with a six-month certificate, that's a wildly good return on your time investment. And so, however, that's also a really good way to launch into other fields. And so you might start in software development, but really I've already talked to some of our students who are considering, well, I may want to start my own business. I have an idea for my own technology that I would do. And like, great, continue to get experience for several years in this field and then launch into something else. Or we have several people in our program with the, with, um, you know, some of the generosity of their employers who are helping them finish their two year and four year degrees while they're working. Is there like a typical career progression for your students or do they just branch out all over the place? Yeah, it's really hard to say because (laughs) they really do branch out all over the place. Software development is so broad, like what you can do with a software uh, development training and certificate. Um, They're all doing different things. So we have some folks who are on front end and some folks who are on back end and some folks who are on databases and some folks who are doing full stack work. And then we've had some who have even progressed into different roles. So in the tech world, you have people know as scrum masters. Right. It's a really fun term and we won't go. It's basically how project management is done in the tech world. And we already have some of our students who have moved into those type of leadership roles where they're not scrum masters don't lead a team. They guide a team. Very different than what we would say in the military and leadership terms. But scrum masters make sure the team is thriving and moving towards the goal. And so they remove barriers, make sure everybody's staying on. So we have some folks move into those kind of roles. We have some folks moving into high level business analysis roles. So they've shown a higher level of problem solving. They're able to look at data and query data, but they're also able to interpret data for their employer. So that's really one of the highest levels we've seen some of our students move into is this business analysis role. So once they, if they go through this program, do they necessarily have to continue their education? Or is that a benefit as far as like, I guess, going into different fields and increased pay and that kind of stuff? Right. Well, let me take a moment to kind of talk about what we see on the national level and local level on the pay scale, because that that kind of addresses that. So with a entry level certificate like ours, you should be in the 40s to mid 40s range on an entry level job. That's that's pretty competitive. Um, What we see as people transition up into the five year to 10 year mark, we see people in the five year to 10 year mark in this career field earning upwards of 60, 70, 80, 90 thousand dollars a year. It's hard to say what a traditional career path looks like because if an individual takes the time to learn extra skills, learn extra languages, learn extra applications, then they can increase their value to the employer and the employer will increase their pay. 
Um, if somebody moves into the you know 10-year range, you're now looking at someone who's starting to be a senior-level developer, and they might be leading other people. And as you add leadership responsibilities in there, you could see a pay increase there as well. Um, and they might need leadership training and these kind of things. Um, what we do find is that employers are very, very interested in helping their employees stay with their original employer, if they're a good employee, right? And to continue their progression towards uh, higher level uh, positions, some of those higher level positions might require them to get a four-year degree. Okay. If somebody wants to be a you know, chief information officer of a major firm, they're probably very likely going to need to get a degree so they better understand the business world and those kind of things. However, every human's different, right? And so, um, People who are watching or listening, how do they get involved in this program? How do they apply? Like, what do they do? That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to be my one thing. So for individuals who are interested, the number one thing they need to do is go to our website, www.createopportunity.com, or you can just Google Create Opportunity Columbia, and our website will pop up, right? It's really the number one that pops up on that. In that website, they can do one or two things. One is, of course, they can always read through the website. Um, but really what we want them to do is to go take the screening. Now, if someone would like more information about the program, there's also a link on our website that takes you to an information session. We do those Mondays and Thursdays at noon, and someone can just go sign up. Or if they have a group of people or they just can't seem to make a noon meeting, they can contact me through that same link and, and say, hey, I'd like to schedule a time to ask my questions. And we usually reply to questions within a day or two. So, um, but really it's, we, our goal is to move folks from understanding what we offer and understanding the software development world to actually taking the screening. Those who take the screening within two to three days will, will get a reply. Um, and honestly, we, you know, our older adults who probably haven't done 10th grade, you know, level math in a while, uh, sometimes they need to take the screening twice. And we do have people take the screening twice and do extremely better on the second try. I know 90 minutes has it's been a long time since some of those folks have taken a 90 minute test, but it's a serious <laughs> test. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it is broken into 12 parts. There is a save and exit or a save and continue function. We tell people do two or three sections, take a break, do two or three sections, take a break. At the end of that, when we get the screening results, we'll contact them with next steps, moving to an interview phase or encouraging them to take it again. Um, but really, you know, we're, we want to help people get in this field. I ideally want to go, hey, if you have so much going on in life, you can't commit 40 hours a week to a program like ours, no problem. We want you to enter this field anyway. Our friends over at Midlands Tech offer great programs through their continuing education uh, department and also through their degree department that they can also pursue these things, maybe and work a full-time job during the day, go to school at night. Ideally for our friends in the National Guard, this is a great career field for you because with the remote options, uh, that are often available in these types of jobs. These are going to be jobs that you can continue to succeed in your National Guard career as well as your uh, civilian career. All right. So is there anything else possibly that you would like to mention before we leave or words of encouragement to those who are interested in this program? Yeah. So interestingly, our current screening closes Friday, um, closes Friday for our next class. However, if someone reaches out to me who hears us on this podcast and says, hey, I heard you on the South Carolina National Guard uh, podcast, I'd like to still screen for the next class, reach out to me via our website and say, hey, I'd like an opportunity to take this screening. I'll absolutely open that back up to them since we're getting this out mm -hmm. right here towards the end. Um, but if for some reason someone passes the screening and now is not the good time, I put them on a wait list. And the next time our next class dates are set, I email them and say, what about now? Are you ready now? So Take the screening, reach out to me with your questions. We're here to help people uh, find a high earning career in this field. 
Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day <laughs> to come talk to us. Yeah. Um, it was very interesting. I This was completely different than what I expected. Um, but I think it's a great opportunity yeah. for people to, especially if you're interested in that kind of stuff, to get involved with because I know school can be intimidating. I know I don't want to go back to school. So maybe this is a step in the right direction for some people and um, they can find a new career path yeah. or progress in something they're already doing. So we appreciate you stopping by and talking with us. Yeah. And so for those of you here in the Midlands, that's where our next class is. We will have classes across the state in different okay. locations in 2024. So if folks aren't here in our Tri-County area in Columbia, then uh, go ahead and screen. We'll put you on the list. And then when we open up in your areas, we'll, we'll let them know as well. So thank you for the time. Appreciate awesome. it. We got to get Jay some camouflage though. It's just, <laughs> you know, everyone yeah. else is wearing camouflage, yeah. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. So. We're gonna have to go over to supply after this. No, I'm that's just right, that's but, right. But yeah, um, I also too before we close out, want to say thank you, Jay, for being a part of this. I'm sure that if you're watching or listening, he may be around on a future episodes through the summer. So look out for him. Um, but again, thank you for stopping by. And He's probably gonna take my screening. I'm gonna steal him. He's gonna become a software <laughs> developer. Yeah, yeah exactly. this is this is what I do. I'd be like, hey, you got talent. Let's come with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you never know where you meet people, so it could be it could be destiny. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't know where he wants to go to college yet. So that's true. That's true. come see me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys like this episode, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, and we will catch you guys in the next episode.